Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. What's happening, people? Jono here from the Course Creator Community, and I am super excited for this episode because I've got another rock star on the line this week. It's the one and only myself, Jono Petrahilos. Now, I'm going to do a lot more solo episodes. I've set myself a, a goal for 2023 uh, to massively grow this podcast and get it to be the go-to podcast in the Course Creator space, get it on the top 10 Apple charts for marketing, get over 10,000 episodes uh, or down downloads an episode. So to do that, I need to uh, pump out some more content. And also I like the solo episodes because I feel it gives me a better relationship with, with everyone listening. You know, sometimes if it's, if it's me and a guest, uh, I make sure that I, I really uh, give that guest a good opportunity and make it all about them, uh, which is what I want to do when I have a guest on. But I feel to, to build a relationship with everyone listening, I, I also like to share kind of my two cents and give a bit of a story as well. Uh, and on the note of that goal, so yeah, the goal is 10,000 downloads per episode by the end of the year. I'd love if you could help me out with that goal. There's two things you could do to help me out. Uh, number one is leave a review. Obviously, only do that if you've listened to an episode before and you like it. Whatever you're listening on, Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be, just leave a review. That will really help me out. Uh, or what's better still is if you can share this episode. Share it on your socials and tag me. Uh, text it to a friend. Tell a friend about it. Whatever it may be because every download counts. Now, let's get to today's show. What I want to talk about today uh, is all about how to get client feedback. I saw that question come up in the Facebook group. Hey, how do I actually get clients or customers to or students to leave feedback? Or I'm doing a beta test and I need people to leave feedback. How do I know what to improve? This is actually one of my specialties. This is something that I do really, really well. And I'll tell you a little bit of a story about how it, it came about. If you weren't aware, I, I used to be a personal trainer. That was kind of my first job out, out of high school. I did it for a long time as well. It must have been 10 years or something. Um, and I ran a fitness boot camp. And long story short, I used to suck at it. I worked at a franchise and there were 75 different locations, boot camp locations all across Australia with this franchise. Uh, and we were ranked from one to 75 based on how good we were. One meant you were the best, 75 meant you were the worst, and you were ranked based on your retention statistics. Potentially how many of your, your clients came back, you'd be ranked higher up, right? So long story short, I was ranked 75th. I was ranked dead last, right? I was the worst boot camp instructor in the franchise. And it wasn't like a confidence thing, or it wasn't like, you know, I had, I had low self-confidence and I thought I was the worst. It was statistically proven I was the worst. There was a pie graph showing you where I was ranked. You know you suck when there's a pie graph that tells you how bad you were. Uh, but anyways, I loved what I did and I wanted to get better at it. And I went to this, uh, we had to go to this conference at the end of the year where all different 75 trainers went. And I didn't want to go because <laughs> I was coming 75th, but I bit the bullet and, and went. And I learned a lot of really cool things there. But one of the best things I learned was feedback. The, uh, the head of the franchise essentially said to me, hey, Jono, here's a strategy I want you to implement. The boot camp we were running was like a 12-week challenge. So clients would sign up, they'd train with us for 12 weeks, and the goal would be to, to get them to sign up for another 12 weeks, right? Uh, and essentially what he said is, Jono, every four weeks, I want you to send out a feedback form. 
and to all your clients. And the feedback form is pretty simple. All you're going to say on that that feedback form is essentially give what do you rate this bootcamp out of 10? On a scale of one to 10, what do you rate this bootcamp? That was question one. Question number two was what do you like most about the bootcamp? And question number three was if you rated this less than a 10, what could I have done to make it a 10? Those three questions, I'll read them out again. It's on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate this bootcamp? What do you like most about the bootcamp? And if you scored me or scored it or me less than a 10, what could I have done to make it a 10? Right, those three questions there. And it was scary at first, right? Like I didn't want to do it because I knew I would get bad feedback because I wasn't good at what I did, right? Uh, but it was the best thing I ever did. And, you know, I did that first feedback and I was, I was really nervous to do it. The only reason I really did it is because I had to. I was like, well, I'm, if I don't do anything, I'm going to get fired and lose this job. If I send out this email, okay, maybe I'll get feedback, but at least I'll, I'll keep my job. And some of the feedback was, it was actually better than what I thought. You know, I got some some really good feedback. A couple people rated it 10s. Um, a couple people, you know, 8s and 9s. But I also got some, some not so great feedback as well. But that was actually the best, right? Because it was... Yeah. It was good for a few different reasons. A, I got to see what people liked, which was good, so I could do more of that. Um, but see, anyone that rated me less than a ten, I would get specific feedback. So I'll just, I'll just um, rattle off a few things that I remember at the time, so you get the idea. So I remember, one person gave it a feedback of like, I don't know, it was like six or seven out of ten or something like that. And they were like, "Hey, the boot camp's not bad, but there's not really much going on outside of the boot camp. You know, it would be really cool if like, you know, you could organize activities for us. Like, you don't have to be there, but you know, do like walking groups or." or things like that. Uh, and someone else said similar feedback. They were like, hey, it's really good when we're at the boot camp, but you know, I'm only coming two, maybe three times a week. It'd be really good if there were like some home programs you could give us as well. Another person mentioned gym programs. Another person mentioned nutrition. And like, I had a whole heap of things that, you know, people didn't hate the boot camp, but they weren't really raving out at 10 out of 10, but it gave me things to work on. And I was like, okay, I can write home programs. It's easy enough. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. Let me go and write, you know, um, a few different home programs and add them to the program as well. You know, all right, nutrition, that's pretty easy. Let me go and, you know, write some basic nutrition guidelines and there we go. Okay, let me set up a, a walking group once a week, you know? All right, let me, you know, and I just kind of rattled off the things and, and did them. And then four weeks later, sent out another thing and, you know, same kind of thing. There were a, a few people giving me tens, a few people giving okay, a few people giving not great ones. Um, but it did get better. Like the feedback did get better. I saw it. There were less kind of things. Uh, or the feedback that I got from them then became more specific. It went from it went from things like, oh, it would be good if there were online programs to being like, hey, the online programs are great, but they're all written based. It'd be good if there were some some videos in there as well. Uh, or, or it'd be like, hey, it's good there's some nutrition uh, guidelines in there. That's really good. But what would be really cool is if there were some recipes in there as well. Uh, and essentially like, so I just went to work on those, right? And through a process of, of not even that long, like I, I did that. For, for 12 weeks, you know, every four weeks for 12 weeks. And then and I did it again every every four weeks for, for 12 weeks. And like, uh, it was probably about that. After about six months of doing, it was a hard six months and confronting six months because I had to do a lot of stuff. But then after that, like the feedback was just, majority of people were giving it nine or tens. There'd still be little things to fix up. And even the, the people that would give nines would be like, hey, it was really good. I just, I just would never give it a 10. I can't think of anything you could have done better, but it's just, it's a nine. And you know, long story short, 12 months later, I went back to that same conference where we all went and I was ranked number one and I had a retention rate of 104%. Every single client that, that left came, well, sorry, every single client that signed up essentially stayed for a year. 
And there are a few different things I did, but a big part of it was from that feedback there. So that's that's how I learned my lesson. So when I started in the course creator space, I did the exact same thing. You know, I put together a um, a feedback form that I wanted every single person that took my course to do. And I'll read out the, there's a few more questions that I added to that one, but it's essentially the same format. It's like, what would you rate it out of 10? What did you like? What could I have done better? And then whenever, whatever anyone says I could have done better, I just go and implement it. You know, and I've been doing that for, for years now and I get really good feedback. I get, um, I get about a hundred students a month give or take. And the average feedback is 9.1 out of 10, which I'm, I'm pretty proud of, you know, because, um, there's, you know, there's always those people that, that will give you, you know, um, sixes and sevens, or those always those people that'll never give you a 10, they'll, they'll give you nine, but I'll read out the, the exact questions I used. And I'll also share some of the specific feedback. So you can get the idea. So obviously there's, there's email address and name. Uh, I also ask, what course did you complete? Because I got about 40 different courses with, with fitness education online. Okay, so it's name. Uh, what course did you complete? What did you enjoy mo most about the course? What would you rate it out of 10? If it was less than a 10, what could I have done to, to make it a 10? Would you do another course with me? What other course topics would you like to see us cover? How did you find out about us? Where are you based? Okay, so in terms of like, let's just even roll through those. I need to ask what course because I've got many different courses. There's the three questions I've been banging on about. What would you rate it out of 10? What did you like most? What could I have done better? Some of those other courses there as well, are, uh, questions are, are handy as well. When I ask, would you do another course with us? That's an important question because I, I've got really high standards, right? I want everyone to give me a, a 10 out of 10. If someone gives me like an eight out of 10, Sometimes I think, oh man, eight out of 10 or seven out of 10, you know, must have, must have been a bad course. But then they say, yeah, I'd do another course with you because people just have different standards. You know, some people's, some people's eight out of 10 is like, Hey, that's really, really good at an eight out of 10. So I think that question is important. Uh, what other topics would you like to see us cover? That's important because I've got really good data on what new courses to come up with. Uh, how did you find out about us? Just so I know, you know, what my, what marketing I'm doing uh, and where are you based? That's handy as well. Okay, so they're my questions there. And I'll just read out some of the, the feedback. I'll just pick one course. I've got a course on training older adults. And I'll read out just the, the last couple feedback here. Now, most of it is a 10, but I see one here that's a, uh, an 8 out of 10. And the feedback was, all the data refers to Australia and New Zealand statistics. This person was from Canada. Uh, there's another person that's left feedback that says, uh, there was a 7 out of 10. It says, I am old school and prefer written material uh, to watching hours and hours of video, right? Now, both of those are a very easy fix for me. In terms of um, all the data referring to Australia and New Zealand statistics, I'll give a bit of background there. Um, this course has multiple different presenters. And the presenter that gave this presentation here that this person's talking about uh, is based in Australia and she used Australia and New Zealand statistics. She didn't know my audience was was worldwide. Uh, I tried to fix that by just, you know, in the underneath the video, making a little note, hey, these statistics are all Australians, uh, Australian statistics, but here are the statistics for elsewhere in the world. And I listed all the statistics down from USA, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, UK. Um, but it looks like that's not quite good enough. So I've, I've gotten that feedback before. Uh, the next step I can do from there is just ask the presenter to redo it. I'll pay her again for to, to do a presentation. And I'll just say, hey, you know, make sure you also include USA and, and Canada in there. Problem fixed, you know. Um, it might cost me a couple hundred bucks to get the presenter to, to do it again. Uh, but then that feedback can go from an eight to a, to a 10. 
in terms of the person that says I'm old school and I prefer written material. So most of my courses are, are video based, uh, video based with PowerPoints. And I also have like, I put like a little blurb underneath the video with a little bit of a, a summary and the, the students can also download the PowerPoint slides as well. But looking at that comment there, what I think I'm missing is probably like a manual, like what I could do. I could do this in a few different ways. The most simple uh, way I could do it is just take all those blurbs that are under the videos, put them together in an in an ebook, and then save that ebook. And then I could tell the um you know the students, hey, you got a uh, he's an, an ebook that's got a summary of of all the videos there. That's one way I could do it. That could be okay, but that's more of a summary than than like a full course, which is okay. It might get this person from a seven to an eight or to a nine um, or someone else that's going through it. Because here's the other thing as well. The reason why I always shoot for 10, because a lot of people are like, oh, John, you can't keep everyone happy, you know, but I'm like, eh, I, I think a bit different, but either way, like this person like even if it's not this like because this person can't go back and do the course again but there could be someone else that thinks like that person and that could be the difference for making it 10 what i'll actually do for for that person there is probably go the the step above because if i just put the summary in the ebook it's not bad but it's just a summary it's not quite a, a manual what i could do if i want to make that a manual is i could get the transcript i use a software called otter uh, otter.ai you can use that it'll transcribe a video for you for free or you can go to rev.com they do it for a dollar a minute either way it's about an hour presentation i can do it for free on auto or i can pay 50 60 bucks and get it done for for rev either way uh and then what i would do from there is i would get that transcript because i don't want to make the ebook just the transcript transcripts are boring to to read right but what i would do with that transcript is i would put it into chat gpt and i would say hey chat gpt here's a transcript of a, a presentation that was given can you please turn this into a blog so that i can put it into an ebook right i would get all those so now it goes from being a little bit of a summary to being more like a blog i put that to an ebook bang i've got my manual right um but yeah can you see how if i'm just you know every, every little bit of feedback i get i just get that I, I improve it and then it's better for the next person better for the next person better for the next person right now that's all well and good in terms of the feedback, but a common question I get from there is like, okay, Johnny, that's great, but like no one's filling out my feedback form. How do I actually get them to, to fill it out? Or what do you use? And uh, I used to use SurveyMonkey, but they um, they changed around a little bit. And now I actually use Google Forms, which is great for feedback. I recommend using Google Forms. It's free. It's so easy to see. You can change it around. It's just really, really good. Uh, in a nutshell, here's what I do. And there's a few little steps to it, but I'll start simple. So I have an assessment on every single one of my courses as well. I use a software class marker. It's pretty affordable. I don't know how much it is. It's a couple bucks per, per assessment or whatever. And essentially the way it works is I can create an, an assessment on there that I don't need to mark. It's multiple choice or it's mix and match or it's insert the word, you know, different variations that a, a computer can essentially mark. Uh, and the best part about it is once the student does that, that or does that assessment at the end of the course, they automatically get emailed in a, a certificate you know which says hey congratulations you've completed this course here now that's great for a few different reasons like quizzes are pretty good anyway quizzes are a good way to to um for someone to make sure that they've learned the thing some people like them so you know it's good to have a little little quiz in there uh the other thing as well is if the person gets a certificate 
they can use that in their resume. All right. I I know people that like don't I'm not gonna say don't agree with them, but I think talk themselves down. They're like, well, why would I give an assessment? I'm not like a university or a college or a school, but like they've completed a course. You know, it's no different to Udemy. If someone completes a Udemy course, they get a certificate, right? And that person can put that certificate in their CV, in their resume, you know, they go for a job, they've got it stacked up. So that's a way you can add value to your course is by giving the person a certificate if they finish, right? Um, anyway, the reason why I bring that up is I've got, an, oh, sorry, and there's another further point with that as well. Uh, what I do with fitness education online is I do professional development courses for personal trainers. Okay, so if you're a personal trainer, you need to do a certain amount of professional development to keep your registration current. Because my courses are targeted at personal trainers, they get the certificate that counts as their their um their professional as their professional development points. Now you may be listening to that, being like, "It's all well and good, John, but my courses aren't personal trainers for personal trainers." Um, but you don't know who can benefit from doing your course. Maybe they can't get CPD. Maybe it is just to get a certificate and put in their resume or, or whatever it may be. Um, but there may be professions that can, you know, like it's not just personal trainers that need to do CPD. I know heaps of physiotherapists, teachers, uh, podiatrists, nurses, um, strength and conditioning coaches, dentists, chiropractors, like, you know, most of lawyers, um, doctors, you know, like there's a lot of these occupations that need to do these points here. And a lot of them are kind of loosey goosey, even personal trainers. Like if you ran a course that was, um, I know I've got a lot of food bloggers that listen to this. Let's say you ran a, a course on, um, maybe food blogging, but even like, you know, cooking, as long as it's healthy, uh, a personal trainer could essentially do that course and they could count that as their personal development. That's another reason to have a, an assessment in there. Um, but anyway, what I do is I have the feedback form before my assessment. And I don't call it a feedback form. I call it a, um, what do I call it? I call it a pre-assessment. So there's a, you know, there's a, the second last unit says pre-assessment. And in there, it's a, a bit of, it's a quick video of me. I'm like, hey guys, you almost finished the course. Hey, just before you do, I'm a massive fan of feedback because I want these courses to be awesome. And the only way I can make them awesome is by getting feedback by you. There's a link down below. It'll take you literally 30, maybe 40 seconds max to fill out. If you can do that, that'll really help me out. Right. I found by having that before the assessment, I just had so much more people complete. I used to have it after the assessment and like not every, not a lot of people would complete it. But as soon as I put it before that assessment, I just got way more um, people doing it. And that's that's where I get most of the feedback there. On top of that, because I use class marker, I can see who's done the um, I can see who's done the assessment. And depending on how much I want feedback, I do variations of this. At the moment, it's just an email. Right. So I get my virtual assistant. She checks class marker. She sees who's completed an assessment every day. She'll give that person a tag on active campaign saying completed that uh, an email will get sh a shot out to that person, which essentially says, hey, congratulations, you've completed the course. Um, if you could do me a massive favor, click here and fill out this feedback form if you haven't already. All right. If I want to get a little bit more on it, I also send out a personalized text message. Like if I've got a new course that I want feedback on, or I'm trying to chase some testimonials or whatever, I can go on class marker. I see who's finished the courses recently. I'll go on my active campaign, get their phone number, send them a personalized text. You know, I'll be like, Hey, what's happening? It's Jono. Congratulations on keeping the course, uh, completing the course. Hey, you know, I'd um, love to get some feedback for you. If you can click out this, if you can click this link here. 
Okay. But anyway, that's all I got to, to talk about today. Um, the, the key takeaways from here is make sure you have a feedback form, just like a couple questions, you know, like use those questions I, I mentioned up above, you know, there's like five of them or whatever it is. Um, Google forms, it takes a couple seconds and just keep improving. You know, it's like, cause it's, we want our, our students to be happy, right? doesn't really matter what we think is the best. We want our students to, to give us raving reviews. So, yep, that's how to get feedback. And if you want to do me a massive favor, uh, feel free to leave feedback on, on this podcast here and feel free to share the episode with your friends. I do also, I just created a new Instagram specifically for this podcast. It's called the Course Creator Podcast. I'll put the link in the show notes. Feel free to, to follow along there and send me a DM if you need anything. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show.